Hey, yo, we was having a ball, and you know, they asked me to get on the mic, and they asked me, can I kick it? Words. Can I kick it? All right, guys, I got something a little different for you today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the pace of the show a little bit and talk about something that is super duper important, especially in today's day and age with ever increasing social media presences and people being able to portray themselves as someone who they are not. In simple terms, being scammed. I see a lot of people getting scammed. I see a lot of people trying to scam others, especially if like you're an entrepreneur or a business owner or an influencer, you're a big target for these scammers because they're going to tell you your pain points and try to pitch you the solution to them, but really do nothing more than actually just take your money. I'm going to actually give you a live, well, not a live, but a real example that I went through pretty recently, and the guy was really good at scamming, and I'm going to teach it to you so you understand what to look for as you go through your day-to-day, if you will, running your company or your personal brand or whatever it might be, all right? Before we get started, all I ask of you is to help this show grow. Share it with a friend, post it to your socials, and if you if you would be so awesome, just leave a review on iTunes for us. Help us grow. I appreciate you. I love you guys. Let's get into the show. Okay, so uh, change of pace, like I said. This is super important for you guys, especially if you're new into business owning, entrepreneurship, social media, influencing really anything where you're kind of like in the public's eye to be taken advantage of in this case. And over the course of my career, I have been scammed. I have lost money. I have noticed a bunch of scams. I have sniffed through scams. And if you follow me on Instagram specifically, you actually watch me put on blast the scams to teach everybody that follows me what scams look like. But today, I'm going to talk about one that was really good. A guy tried to scam me for about 15 grand, and he almost did it. He almost got it. And I'm going to teach you where he went wrong, too, okay, and how I saw my way through it, if you will. The key to this show is, is to listen to what I say. Think about situations that are similar that you've been through or keep it at the forefront of your thinking, especially, especially when someone cold DMs you. If you're getting cold DMs, I really want you to look at those DMs not as a red flag, but almost as like an orange flag that has the potential to become red, okay? First things first, anyone that has value or quality, okay, probably is not going to cold DM you. 
you're going to get referred to them. You're going to know who they are through reputation. You know who they are through social media or any of these things. People that DM you, all right, that you don't know are likely no one of value and potentially going to scam you. So let me paint the picture for you, okay? Let me paint the picture. For many of you, you know one of my companies is selling high-end timepieces. I list these timepieces on several different platforms, and one of these platforms is Facebook Marketplace. I had earlier, it was this year, it was in 2021, I had a approximately $15,000, I think it was like fifteen five, fifteen thousand five hundred, something like that, say $15,000 Rolex listed. And it was on Facebook Marketplace, and this guy messages me on the listing, right? He's looking at the listing of the Rolex. He messages me, are you looking to renovate anything in your house? And I found it really weird that someone was asking me if I want renovations through one of my sales pages. So I just responded back like, hey, listen, I think you made a mistake. This is a sales page for a Rolex. You know, uh, good luck to you. And he responded, he's like, no, no. I want to set up a barter. Do you need anything renovated in your house? The interesting part about that is, okay, I was thinking about renovating my master bathroom. Now, there's nothing wrong with my master bathroom. However, I just wanted to change it around a little bit. So he picked out the Rolex that he wanted and he picked out the price point because he knows that a $15,000 renovation isn't a piece of chump change for a lot of people. All right? So he was targeting me. Now, so I responded back and I was like, you know, we could talk. I could potentially do a bathroom. So we set up a meeting in person, okay? Which this happened to be local. And this might this type of situation might not be typical for you being in person because a lot of cold DMs stay in DMs or maybe a phone call or a Zoom call or something along those lines. But this one happened to go in person. And my bullshit radar is really good, especially in person. And it's not even a bullshit radar. You know what it is? It's a it's a gut intuition. It's an intuition, right? And uh we set up this meeting and you know, he 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 comes in and I just get this odd vibe, right? Just an odd vibe, not a bad vibe, not a good vibe, an odd vibe. Okay. He's wearing a timepiece. So he kind of fit the part, and he was a plumber by trade. He wasn't a general contractor or uh, anything, any other terms. He was a plumber, which would make sense. I was looking for a bathroom to be renovated. He sits down, and he starts telling me this, his life story, all right? First things first, people don't just tell you their life story, like, Yes, it happens. However, you got to be very cautious of this, okay? He's talking about pain points in his life, which fundamentally speaking is a type of manipulation and persuasion to have sympathy for this individual. He started telling me about his 
heroin addiction and how he beat his heroin addiction. Somewhere along the lines going to prison once or twice too, which threw some red flags, but I don't judge people. One of my best friends has been to prison. I stood next to him in his wedding. I love him. I don't care that he's been to prison. I don't care. And I don't care if someone tells me they've been to prison. However, in a business deal that I don't know someone and he's telling me he was addicted to heroin and has been to prison for drugs, it's a little bit of a red flag, okay? That's a little bit of a red flag. Outside of the fact he's telling me his life story. So we start discussing that we're going to barter potentially this Rolex for 15 grand for a renovated bathroom. So I show him the bathroom, right? Bring him in my home, show him the bathroom. I tell him what I'm envisioning. And he says, all right, listen, I'm going to call the proper people. I'm going to get a quote and I'm going to get back in touch with you. So some time goes by. I don't know. I think it was a week or something. I, I don't remember, honestly. Calls me back. He's like, hey, listen, I need to bring some people into your house. And uh, we need to look at the bathroom. They're contractors. And I was like, uh, I mean, okay. I, I, given the situation, I'm like, all right, no problem. No problem. So he brings over these three guys. All right. One of them is like this super bubbly personality. And the other two, quote, don't speak English. I don't know what their descent was, but their primary language was Spanish. The thing about the people that their primary language was Spanish was they were not just in the bathroom. They were looking around my bedrooms. And I got a bad vibe from these two specifically. And the one with the bubbly personality was trying to keep my attention while the other three, the two contractors and the original individual that contacted me were kind of bouncing around the bathroom and my master bedroom to a degree. And I asked them, I go, guys, there's no reason to be in my the bedroom there. Oh, we need to look at the walls and the way things are spaced or so on and so forth. And I just basically said, hey, I'll go into the master bedroom with you. We're in the bathroom now. Let's stay here. So I've been in situations like this before. I've had people try to rob me on several occasions, unfortunately, and those are stories for another show. I've been uh, held at gunpoint in Miami, not to mention in Iraq, but that's not the point. I'm here, and I'm here to deliver the the message for you. (laughs) So anyways... The contractors leave the house and it's just the original guy that contacted me and the guy with the bubbly personality and they're starting to describe the situation for me and how it's going to cost about 20 grand, not 15, uh, what we discussed. And I said, all right, well, let me think about everything and I'll get back in touch with you guys. So some time goes by and the original individual that reached out to me he was like, hey, listen, you know, let's talk. I want to get this job on the books. And he was kind of getting pushy about it. So we talked on the phone and I was like, hey, we originally discussed 15 grand. Okay. We're going to do a barter for the watch. Okay. So I'd be more comfortable at that, at that price point than an additional $5,000. What could we do? And he kind of started hemming and hawing about it. And then he started hemming and hawing about the actual deal which is the monster red flag, okay? He said, listen, 
you know, how am I supposed to know that I'm going to get this watch after all of this work is done? And I was like, well, listen, I mean, understandably, we'll come to some sort of solution. We'll develop some sort of contract or, you know, some email thread or whatever you feel comfortable with. And we'll, and we'll do that. And he's like, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Why don't you do this? And this is where the scam kind of came to fruition. Outside of the red flags, outside of the gut feelings, outside of the intuition, outside of that all, he says to me, you know what? Why don't you sell that Rolex? Take the cash and give it to me for the bathroom. <laughs> I, I start like, you know, I'm like, hey, man, uh, I appreciate that proposal. However, that's different than what we discussed. We discussed a barter. A barter is when you give, you know, uh, your service or product for another service or product, arguably bartering the price of services or products for one another. This quickly started changing. And I was like, hey, listen, this is not the same thing we discussed. I'm open to this barter. And he began to get very pushy about how he wanted the money for the bathroom, not taking the Rolex as we discussed, and he wanted the money up front. What you have is, I wouldn't necessarily call this person a con man. However, conish tendencies. And that's what scams fundamentally are. They're, they're cons. They're not real. They're fallacies. They don't actually deliver what is being discussed. And a lot of times, nothing gets delivered. Always be weary of someone who DMs you, first and foremost. Cold DM. Always be wary of someone that wants sympathy from things in their life, like uh, starving children or being a drug addict who's gone to prison or, you know, uh, some kind of, like, guilt-driven persuasion. Always be weary of that. Always be weary of people that are pushy in business. Always be weary of people that change the deal in business. Always be weary of contractors who demand money up front. Listen, there's nothing wrong with giving 30% to a contractor up front, 30% in the middle, 30% at the end, or 50% up front, 50% upon completion, okay? But the point is, be weary of when they demand the money up front. Be weary of when people reach out to you and try to pitch you things and try to persuade you and hit you with guilt. There's a chance, especially as social media begins to grow and less and less business is being done in person, that you're going to be scammed, especially as an entrepreneur, especially as an established entrepreneur, as a brick and mortar business or an online business, as an influencer and as someone with a personal brand. We are targets for people that want to scam. There are scams in every industry. There are scams everywhere. You really need to do your due diligence on these companies or agencies or firms or coach or whatever before you ever exchange any money in your first big red flag is a cold DM, okay? A cold message, someone you don't know. That's your first one, 
Well, that's your first orange flag anyways. If you decide that you're going to work with someone, ask for referrals. Like, hey, can you put me in touch with a few of these clients or people that you've worked with? I would like to speak to them. And then do your due diligence on the referral. A lot of times it's just people's friends that are stepping in. Look up their company. Look at their social medias. Look at their Google listings. Look at everything that has to do with that person and who they say they are, right? So for instance, say your friend gets connected, get connects, say your friend connects me to you, right? You Google me, you see my businesses, you see all my five-star reviews, you see uh, my podcast, you see my YouTube channel, you see my Instagram, you see my Facebooks, you see my LinkedIn's, you see customer reviews on my website, you see my websites, you see my book that's coming out. I'll tell you more about that probably in the next couple of weeks. And you see years of experience. A lot of people don't have that, and scam artists likely won't. Look at the history. Do your due diligence. Look on Google. Look on Yelp. Look on Instagram. Look on Facebook. That's where people are. Don't fall for scams, guys. You're working hard for your money. Try not to fucking lose it by people trying to swindle you out of it. And I wanted to give you this experience today to teach you some red flags to look for so you too don't get taken by scams. Right now, Fife is a point sayer. At times, I'm a studio conveyor. Mr. Dinkins, would you please be my mayor? You'll be doing us a really big favor. Boy, this track really has a lot of flavor. When it comes to rhythms, quest is your savior. Follow us for the funky behavior. Make a note on the rhythm we gave you. Feel free, drop your pants, yank your hair. Do you like the garments that we wear? I instruct you to be the obeyer. A rhythm recipe that you'll savor. Doesn't matter if you're minor or